why would we want to feel all these things? Wouldn't we want to get away from them? Okay. Why would we want to hang there? But we're not feeling them. We're denying reality. We're dying, denying truth. We're denying the moment. We're denying now. And we're avoiding. And, and then what we might do is crave happiness, contentment, joy. What else? Power, which isn't a feeling, but um, foods, the stimuli from food, stimuli from conversation, stimuli from Facebook, social media, etc., etc. So then we avoid what's within us in that moment. Like, if, for example, recently somebody's uh, grandfather died. And there's going to be grief and sadness with that. I mean, if you like the person, there's going to be grief and sadness with it, isn't it? And so that's a natural part of life. That's a natural part of us being a human here. Having this form is that it contains these sensations, it contains these interactive experiences, these relationships. And these relationships can lead to tearings when they break. Somebody dies that we care about or somebody moves away that we care about or we lose a partner. And there's a tearing, there's this, there's this um, deep uncomfortableness that can arise. And what the vast majority of humanity does is they try to push it away and ignore it. You know, you see on all the movies, a guy, a girl leaves the guy and he runs off and let's go get drunk, let's go party, let's shake this off. And basically it's like let's avoid this for as long as we can, get you intoxicated so you can forget about it and you can get on with your life. But what this behaviour, just using that example, what this behaviour does, it doesn't heal anything. This thing is now in the system and it's collected with all the other stuff in the system related around this. And in our energy system it will be stored in a certain place that matches that frequency and that's where it lives. Until something else triggers it, then it pops and we relive it again. Over and over and over again. So one incident now can turn into a thousand incidents. If it's really traumatic, it can just keep coming back and coming back and coming back. And so now the past is our present and our present has therefore disappeared. And then we live in our past pain because we didn't heal it in that moment. And the body is an incredible storage mechanism. It stores it in the cells in energetic form. So the mind can still function and you don't get eaten by a lion because you're too traumatized to run. So it's a survival mechanism, isn't it? So we, we store the stuff and get on with things. So you can almost say the vast majority of what makes up a human being or a human here, or a human not here, you might say, is, is a series of uh, patterns and avoidances and cravings. So a lot of your personalities, the language and the culture you're raised in, your cultural family, and on the way out, your city, your town, even your suburb, your street even, isn't that one street's full of roughnecks and the next street's full of luxury houses in some places? Which street were you growing up on will determine a lot of your patterning and your responses. So we could say it's a series of interactive responses, patterns.
that we call I. We wrap it up in a bag and put our first name on it. But then these responses change as we evolve or de-evolve, as we get dumber or smarter, wiser or dumber. So they're transient. They come and go. So a lot of these patterns are driven by these past images within us and, and they're also what the mind is capable of doing is imagining futures and dreams and then craving them or not wanting them and have worry or anxiety. So it's setting up expectations or fears and all these things end up vibrations for our nervous system. And then they resonate with the stuff that's already stored there and suddenly all these patterns are all evolving that then play out in the world. So when you learn to feel what's within you in the moment and have the courage and the skill set, it is a skill set, it's a muscle that gets exercised. It's, it can be difficult. When you learn to just feel what's within you in the moment, moment to moment, day to day, and not run from it and avoid it, and this happens very subtly as, 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 as people are discovering, as they get deeper into this, it happens so subtly you don't even know it's happening. So even getting your awareness to a state that you notice these little moves and shifts of the patterns within you that you just consider normal may not be normal. There may be just things playing out that you're not aware of that are actually dysfunctional and causing you and others pain. So when we when we feel these things, we heal them in the moment. They they they, they may they express themselves. Our complexion may change. We may shake. We may feel uncomfortable. We may need to leave the room, or make a note. I'm in the middle of a business meeting, or I'm in the middle of work. I can't deal with this right now, but later I'm going to go away and feel this in its entirety. And allow it to express itself. Allow it to have some air. And guess what? That 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 piece of um, trauma. Let's call it trauma because it's an extreme version of it, and we can all connect with that. The trauma is now expressing itself, and eventually it runs out. It's finite, and eventually it it, it it comes to rest. It ends, like smoke coming out of a pot. Event, you know, you turn the heat off, and you just rest and watch, and eventually the smoke finishes. It's like this: a pot, smoke coming out. Eventually, smoke pots, and there's an empty space there now. And the more and more you do this, the more and more emptiness within you. You may have heard first you have to empty before you can be free. It's like this you have to empty all the smoke out of you. And the only way to do that is to feel and feel what's in you now as it arises. And life's going to trigger you in different ways. And the way we play this game here is, you know, you're stuck on a desert island suffering and the ship's sailing past, but you don't swim out to meet them. So we actually sometimes go and look for our wounding. We swim out to the ship. We don't just wait for it to crash on our shore or, you know, see us. You can swim out and meet it. And so the, the fast path is to go out and, and find what's within our system and heal it. This is the fastest way to heal and, and get free, without a doubt. You know, lightning's faster, but your chances of getting hit by lightning and surviving are not very high. That's about it. <laughs> in, in, in Tibetan Buddhism, this, or in a lot of Buddhists, this is called the Vajra path. It's Vajra, and, and the symbols are lightning bolts. So it's as close as you're going to get.
or the tantric path is the energy path. It's the path of energy, feeling and experiencing and understanding energy. And we all experience energy. Who's walked into a room after a really big argument and felt it? Even though the argument's over and you weren't there for it, you can feel it when you walk in, no? We're all energy sensitive. It's just how energy sensitive and it's real. It's legitimate. It's more real than any thought you've ever had. And it tells the truth. It never lies. It's not able to. It doesn't have that ability. The energy tells the truth. So that's why you feel so you can empty. And when you're empty, you guess what? This thing, this idea that you are, this persona, you know, person, personality. You know, we, we put personalities up on pedestals, don't we? The great personalities, the great actors, the great this, the great that. All based on personalities about how people interact. The persona is, is rooted in the Greek word mask. Persona means mask. So everyone's upholding masks because they're full and it comes from all these patterns within our system. It comes from two places. It comes from what we came in here, two identical twins, can have radically different personalities with all, everything they do is the same. Same family, same every same street, same everything, radically different personality. Yes, you see this? So what happened there? How does that work? Well, they came in with something, didn't they? They came in with seeds. Then the second thing is the culture you were raised in. And that includes what order you were born in the family, the first, second, third, fourth born, your parents. And, and da, da, da. These two factors determine the personality, the persona, the mask. And what's it masking? It's masking emptiness. It's masking vastness. It's masking bliss, joy, love, the truth of what you are. And people think they can self-help their way to love. No, you unpeel to love. It's already here. There's nothing I can add to you. If anyone's adding stuff, you need to leave. You need to have a good look and see what's up. It's an undoing. You're already perfect. It's just there's patterns over the top of the perfection. Cause the suffering. There's nowhere to go, there's nothing to do except stay inwards and feel and feel and feel and not run, not hide. And of course you will at times, you're going to run, you're going to hide, you're going to do this, you're going to screw up, then you, oh, you, you catch what you're doing, you stop and you come back to your <coughs> exact moment, precise experience of now. And you keep returning there, and you keep returning there without judging yourself for, for failing for the last five minutes, five days, five weeks, five years, a lifetime. And you start fresh again. The truth is you've never been the same being for two seconds in a row anyway. And you've never been your identity anyway. It's imagination. It's all rooted in imagination. Separation is imagination. I don't care what you think is the truth, <laughs> just because you know it. And people who come here have seen it and know it. And this is a less trodden path, less trodden path of understanding. Thankfully, some countries in the East held this data, this information, this understanding, so, so that 
humanity may one day understand what it actually is. And in science, they call it um, the unified field. In in Eastern traditions, it was samadhi, uh, vita, non-duality, awakening, nirvana. They've known it for thousands of years, but science has finally got a sentence for it, the unified field. And the scientists can learn about it, study it, and know about it with all, and completely understand it with their mind, although they can't. They never know what it is truly. This is an experience that you you see and you know. It's not an understanding of the mind. This is prior to mind. The only thing that I've found that isn't finite, you know, you go traveling the world and do all these things and relationships and all these things, they all end up in the same place, boredom and needing more and needing to do more and never ends, just grasping more, more, more. The mind never rests. There's no rest for the head of man. There's no rest for the head of man. This is the only thing that I've found that doesn't end and just keeps getting deeper and deeper and more profound and more profound. It's infinite. And it's you. It's the vastness. It doesn't have an end and it has no beginning. It's prior to your birth and after your death of, of this. It's the paper the words are written on. But all our attention's on the words. And we never see the paper. It's on the image on the screen, but we never see the projector. And and you know, the paper's vast. The words are not. And um, I've tried both. I've lived in as an identity, a, quite a strong one for quite a long time. The two don't compare. <laughs> and I found this and lost it for a little while. And I was shocked at how different it was again when I fell out for a little while, for a few hours one night. The worst night of my life. I've had some pretty shitty nights, I can tell you. But that was by far the worst night of my life when I realized the difference again because an arrogance was appearing and uh, I got a reminder of the preciousness and so I, I share it I try to share it so others can find what they are I'm not giving you anything it's what you are already find it <clears throat> stay there Give up the eye before it tortures you anymore. <laughs> You've not been tortured enough. For, for such shallow rewards. If you're lucky. And if it was easy, everybody would be doing it, by the way, so I understand that. This can be a challenging path. But if you've seen enough, you know there's no option. If you've suffered enough, you know there's no option. But that's just an understanding people come to or they don't. They're, it's ready or they're not. There's no 
getting around that. There's no circumnavigating that. It's just how it is. <clears throat> it can't be created. I can't instill it. Please like or subscribe if you found value. Meet Rohan via rohan.life.